Keep God's word on your lips Meditate on it day and night Be careful to do what it says Then you will truly be successful Keep God's word on your lips Meditate on it day and night Be careful to do what it says Then you will truly be successful Welcome everybody to day 66 of our 90 day challenge The topic for today is it may be holy but is it accepted? Be careful to do what it says Then you will truly be successful All of my KJV people make some noise. King James Version of Romans 12 and 1 says this, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith or ministry. Let us wait on our ministering or he that teacheth on teaching or he that exhorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of saints, given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And may the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his already blessed word. <laughs> The topic for today is it is holy, 
but is it accepted? All throughout scripture, we are reminded of this beautiful truth. God is holy. To be holy is to be set apart. To be holy is to be different. To be holy is to be honored. To be holy is to be distinct from. When we read Leviticus, we are encouraged not to lower our standards. Remember that? When we read Isaiah, we are reminded of the year Isaiah saw the Lord. In that same year, the train filled the temple and the cry from the seraphim was holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. We learned even from Joshua how to raise the bar and never settle for mediocrity. You see, Joshua didn't beg the Israelites to be with God. He didn't stay up all night devising a clever plan to convince them of the 10 delectable reasons why Jehovah was better. He simply asked them, which do you want, God or idols, life or death? Because if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, please don't feel pressed to stay. Joshua was saying in the Old Testament what I believe Paul is saying in the New Testament. God is worth it. Be holy as God is holy. Every deposited check doesn't clear. Not only must we sign it, but it must be submitted and accepted. Every key doesn't lock. It must be compatible with the locksmith's design. In the same way, Paul says, I beg you by God's mercy to present your bodies a living sacrifice. And the sacrifice God accepts is a sacrifice that is holy. True worshipers must be holy and acceptable. God is not obligated to accept our offering just because we gave it. If God accepted Abel's offering and not Cain's, could it be? That God was trying to teach us something from the very beginning about what it means to have a standard. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my house, I have no other choice but to worship the one who brought me out of bondage. And as for me and my house, we will give God what God is asking for. Not because God is desperate, but because God is definite. God wants more from my life. God wants more from me. I am convinced that to whom much is given, much is required. You see, several Old Testament prophets and kings tried to give God something God wasn't asking for. David tried to build God a house, but God did not accept it. The disciples tried to offer meat to Jesus, but that wasn't what he asked for. Over and over and over and over again, we see this principle evident in scripture. Just because we give it, doesn't mean God is obligated to accept it. Let that be the primary takeaway today. My new goal is to give God an offering God will accept. I believe the offering God accepts is given from a place of genuine desire, not compulsion. God has never had to trick us into loving him. Each of us has chosen him because when we compare the gods of this world to the great I am, no one and nothing comes close. If God isn't desperate, why are we? If God doesn't need to beg for love, neither do you. You belong to the king, so that makes you a part of the royal family. And anyone who is unwilling to choose you freely doesn't know you or know your God. And if you have to beg for their attention, it's not worth your affection. Lately, God has been challenging me to see myself differently. Gone are the days 
when I allow myself to be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, by every comment or opinion, and by every demonic distraction. When we stand up in the fullness of who we are as heirs and joint heirs, we will gain the confidence necessary to walk with our heads up and our heads bent toward God. You don't need to beg for love. Your father dispenses it. You don't need to audition for attention. There is an excellent treasure inside of you. The moment you believe you are worthy is the moment you'll stop begging for people to accept you. You are accepted in Christ. You have been engrafted into a spiritual family. You are enough. I am enough. We are enough. In this season, I only want to be around people who want to be around me. And Evangelist Fantasia said it best. If you don't want me, then don't talk to me. Go ahead and free yourself. And that is exactly what God is helping us to embrace, even in this worship lesson. If they say they love you, but don't want the God you love so deeply, politely free them. As for me and my house, we're going to present our bodies a living sacrifice. So I said all that to say this, commit to bringing God a gift he actually wants. If there is anything worth holding on to, it is your commitment to do that. The Hebrew word for worship is shaka, which means to bow down. It is realized gratitude wrapped in expressions of love and a giving away to God in selfless humility. You see, when we worship, humanity becomes keenly aware of its non-divinity. And in response to this awareness, we honor God in spirit with action and in truth or with vulnerable transparency. Upon the realization of God's greatness, the language of worship provides lyrics for our hearts and audible sentiments. Worship is the muscle that when exercised will strengthen the anatomy of the human spirit. It is the Windex that helps humanity see God more clearly. Worship must be an ecclesial imperative because when the church refuses to worship, she refuses to grow. In a time when sermons have lost their salt and people have lost their passion, and seekers are looking for due north, I believe the remedy to our ecclesial epidemic is a refreshed course on worship. Worship is not God, do not mistake me, nor is worship a kind of temporary narcotic, but more exactly, worship is a life choice. It is a style of living that reproduces a heart after God. It is a living sacrifice, and at its core, the mission of worship is to remind all creatures why the Creator deserves our undivided attention. So what is your worship work today? The Bible says that every good and perfect gift comes from above. So I want you to examine the gifts you bring to God and ask, is this holy? Is this acceptable? Use this time to really think about what you've offered to the Lord lately and the way it has been given as well. Sometimes it's not what you give, it's how you give it. And remember this today. Everything matters. Why do we lift him? Why, why, why do we give him glory? Can you touch somebody next to you and tell him because he's in this room right now? How you probably can't see him, you probably can't feel him, but you, you're sitting. See, see, see. Look at somebody behind you, tell him he's here right now. And tell him because he's here, everything you need is here. I need all my worshipers open up your mouth and give him glory right here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Come on, worshipers, lift up your voice. Come on, singers, come on. 
don't mute your worship. Oh, he's in the room. The King of Kings, we bow down. The King of Kings, you're here and be enthroned. The King of Kings is we bow down. Be enthroned. I want y'all to say this repeat. Say, sit forever. You're the everlasting God, wonderful counselor. You're the mighty God, and we give you glory. Let's go. Say the King of Kings, we bow down. Be enthroned. The King of Kings is We give you all glory and honor. Be enthroned. We sing forever. You are. You're the I am that I am. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous running in the sand. You are Jehovah. You are Jehovah. You are Jehovah. in Romans 12 and 1 that I beseech you therefore brethren that you present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is our reasonable service I need somebody to lift up your hands and open up your mouth and give them what you know we deserve oh, come on Jesus holy Oh, 
Glory. 